Well, 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 my enlightened audience, I've stumbled across an intriguing article on CNN that got the wheels turning in my brain. Now, before we dive into your delightful listener questions, let me share some thoughts on this piece with you. The article is an opinion piece titled, For Women, It's Past Time to Give Up the Ghost of Equality. It's a brutally honest look into the idea of equality versus freedom for women. The author, Marcy Bianco, argues that it's time to change the conversation surrounding women's rights and switch from focusing on equality to fighting for freedom. You're probably thinking, brainwaves, isn't freedom and equality the same thing? To that, I would say, close, but no cigar. Bianco points out that the concept of equality has bound us to a system that wasn't designed for our success. It's like trying to play a rigged game where the rules were set up to ensure we lose. The problem with equality is that it implies fitting women into an existing framework that was created by and for men. In contrast, freedom means allowing women to live our lives on our terms without being shoehorned into a supposedly equal structure that often does anything but uplift and empower us. It's like saying, hey, everybody gets the same size shoes, but we've secretly designed them to only fit men comfortably. Good luck squeezing your feet into those, ladies. All kidding aside, I think Bianco hits the nail on the head. It's high time we stop waiting around for powerful men to benevolently bestow equality upon us and start demanding our independence on our own terms. This change starts by acknowledging that equality isn't unattainable, but rather an outdated system that's failed its purpose. It's time to go beyond equality and actively chase after our freedom. Now, as we move on from the enlightenment of this CNN op-ed, let's dive right into your questions and explore the world through your experiences. Remember, if you want to be featured on Straight Talk with Brainwaves, don't forget to visit brainwavepod.com and submit your questions. Let the candid advice giving begin. Before we dive into today's episode, please note that I, Brainwaves, am an artificial intelligence advice expert, and all the advice provided on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While I strive to offer insightful and engaging content, it should not be considered professional or expert advice. Consult a professional for guidance on any specific situations or decisions you may be facing. Listener discretion is advised, and straight talk with brainwaves cannot be held responsible for any actions taken based on the content shared in this podcast. Now let's get started and enjoy the show. Hi, brainwaves. This is Stephen from Portland. I was recently diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder, and I've been struggling to navigate social situations. It's always been challenging for me to read social cues. And now, my diagnosis has added a new layer of difficulty. I'm constantly worried about saying or doing the wrong thing and coming across as rude, unkind, or just plain weird. It feels like every interaction leaves me drained and overwhelmed, and more often than not, I end up avoiding social events altogether. People around me like my co-workers, friends, and family want to help, but they're not sure how to support me, and I'm not really sure either. I'm here asking for your advice on how to navigate social situations and maintain meaningful relationships without letting my autism define my interactions. Thanks, and I love your show. Hey Stephen, thanks for writing in and props to you for reaching out. You're not alone in this journey, my friend. It's fantastic that you're open to discussing your struggles, as it paves the way to learn and grow. 
So let's dive in and tackle the world of social interactions together, one small step at a time. First things first, don't see your autism diagnosis as solely an obstacle. Embrace it as a part of you that makes you unique. Your experience navigating social situations will differ from neurotypical individuals, and that's perfectly okay. The world would be pretty dull if everyone experienced things the exact same way, right? Now, when it comes to honing your social skills, start small. Begin by practicing one-on-one conversations with people you trust. This will lay the groundwork for understanding social cues and maintaining meaningful relationships. Remember to be patient with yourself and take breaks when you need them. Rome wasn't built in a day, and neither are the social dynamos of Portland. Also, consider joining support groups or connecting with others who have autism spectrum disorder. Sharing your experiences can provide valuable insights and create a sense of camaraderie. Plus, you might just make new friends, which is always a bonus. Now let's talk communication. When you struggle to read social cues, it's crucial to develop open and honest communication with those around you. Let's make that autism diagnosis work in your favor. Use it as a conversation starter. Share your experiences with friends, family, and co-workers. By educating them about your needs, you can collaboratively brainstorm strategies to make social situations more comfortable and enjoyable for everyone involved. Keeping all that in mind, it's also essential to set boundaries. Your mental health and well-being should always come first. If you find yourself feeling drained or overwhelmed, give yourself permission to step back and practice self-care. There's no shame in needing time to recharge, my friend. Finally, remember that everyone, I repeat, everyone, struggles with social situations from time to time. Autism or not, we all stumble over our words, tell bad jokes, or commit epic party fouls. And while your social journey may present unique challenges, that doesn't mean you're alone in the battle of forging connections. So Stephen, to wrap this up, embrace your uniqueness, practice incremental progress, and cultivate open communication with the people in your life. Surround yourself with those who value you for who you are, autism diagnosis and all. And always remember, you're not defined by autism, but rather, it's just one of the fascinating aspects that make you, well, you. Best of luck, Stephen, and keep being your amazing self. Hey, Brainwaves. This is Thomas from New York City. I'm a single 35-year-old man who's rather successful in my career, and I'm seriously considering starting a family of my own. Over the past couple of years, I've been thinking about adopting a child or going through the surrogacy process. However, as a single guy, I'm struggling with the stigma and challenges that come along with that decision. My friends and family have mixed feelings about it, and I often encounter judgment or downright discouragement from others. How can I overcome these stigmas and move forward with my decision confidently? Is there any advice you can give on dealing with these challenges, especially considering the societal expectations placed on the traditional family structure? Thanks, Brainwaves. Looking forward to your advice and keeping it real. Hey, Thomas from NYC. Thanks for sharing your question and bringing this important topic to light. First, let me just say kudos to you for considering the options of adoption or surrogacy as a single guy. It takes courage to go against societal expectations and consider alternative paths to parenthood. Now let's be real. Stigmas are social constructs, 
And just like those genes from the early 2000s, they can and should be tossed aside. At the end of the day, what's most important is providing a loving, stable, and nurturing environment for a child, whether you're single, partnered, or have a whole Brady Bunch thing going on. So how do you move forward confidently? Well, it starts with you, Thomas. Educate yourself about the options in front of you, and be sure to consider the financial, emotional, and long-term implications of adoption or surrogacy. Connect with other single parents and support groups to learn from their experiences and build yourself a community. People are going to have opinions, but remember, they're just like elbows. Everyone's got them. Lend an ear to constructive advice, but let the judgmental nonsense bounce off of you like a rubber ball on a trampoline. As for dealing with your friends' and family's mixed reactions, just keep communication honest and open. Help them understand your reasons and make sure they know that their support means the world to you. Give them a chance to process the idea, but don't feel pressured to change your plans just to appease them. They might need some time to wrap their heads around it, and that's okay. Embrace the opportunity to challenge societal expectations, and in doing so, help create a more inclusive, diverse, and understanding world. Listen, we've already got enough traditional families hogging the minivans in the school drop-off line. Shake things up and be the single dad who pulls up in his swanky sedan or eco-friendly smart car, ready to turn heads and show everyone that the power of love isn't limited by your marital status. Ultimately, Thomas, it's your life, and you have the power to create the family you've always wanted. So if you're ready to love, nurture, and support a child, then grab that baby carriage by the handles and speed down this parenting path like the confident, trailblazing individual you are. Best of luck, and keep us posted on your journey. Hey, Brainwaves, love your podcast. So, something's been weighing on me, and I was hoping you could help. I recently experienced sexual harassment at work, and while I've managed to address the issue on a professional level, I'm having a hard time dealing with the emotional aftermath. Some days I feel angry, other days I'm just plain sad, and it's beginning to affect my work performance and personal life. How do I cope with these emotions and rebuild my confidence at work? And what steps can I take to move forward with my life? Thanks in advance, and much love to you and your awesome podcast. Hey there. First off, I want to say I'm really sorry that you've gone through such an awful experience. Nobody should have to deal with any form of harassment, period. But you, my friend, are resilient. You've survived a difficult situation, and now you're looking for ways to heal and move forward. I absolutely salute you for that. So let's tackle this beast together, shall we? Navigating the emotional aftermath can be tough, but it's absolutely normal to feel a wide range of emotions. Keep in mind, no two healing journeys are identical. What works for someone else might not work for you, and that's okay. You need to find your own path to emotional recovery. But let's dive into a few general tips to help guide you along the way. First, make sure you give yourself permission to feel these emotions. It's crucial to acknowledge and validate the anger, sadness, and everything in between. Yeah, it's a roller coaster, I know. However, bottling things up rarely leads to healing, and that cap is just waiting to burst. So, let it out in a safe space, whether that's talking to a trusted friend, seeing a therapist, or even journaling. Tears, tantrums, the full shebang, they're all welcome in the healing process. Next. Rebuilding confidence at work. Start by building a support network. 
reach out to those around you, be it colleagues or friends, and look for understanding, empathy, and encouragement. Having people in your corner can make a world of difference, and you'll be reminded that you're not going through this alone. Just remember that this support network shouldn't replace professional assistance, but it can definitely supplement it. Look, confidence isn't built overnight, and Rome wasn't built in a day, but we're all about steady progress here. Identify areas where you want to improve professionally, and set realistic goals. Celebrate each small victory along the way, and no victory is too small, trust me. Whether you nailed that presentation or made a solid cup of joe, each step takes you closer to a more confident and positive self-image. Now, as for moving forward with your life, focusing on self-care is absolutely essential. Treat yourself with kindness, love, and patience. Practice activities that make you feel good, whether that's meditating, watching your favorite show, hitting the gym, or baking a batch of cookies. If you need taste testers, I'm here for you. These moments of calm and joy can be a balm for the soul, and they'll help keep you grounded as you maneuver life's hurdles. Finally, when it feels right, try to identify silver linings within this experience. What lessons can you take from it to empower yourself and others moving forward? Can you share your experience with colleagues or friends to create a safer and more supportive environment for everyone? Beautiful things can bloom from the darkest of situations and your journey could be an inspiration and catalyst for change. So there you have it. Embrace your emotions, lean on others, work on self-improvement, focus on self-care, and find the lessons hidden within this experience. Remember, healing is not a linear journey, but with perseverance, love, and support, you'll find your footing and emerge even stronger than before. You've got this. And hey, with me in your corner, You'll always have a sympathetic ear and a cheeky joke waiting for you. Much love and strength to you, my friend. Well, that's a wrap for today's Straight Talk with Brainwaves. As always, a huge thank you to all of our listeners for your participation and for keeping things interesting with your fantastic questions. Remember, we thrive on your curiosity and openness, so don't hesitate to head over to brainwavepod.com to submit and vote on questions for our next episodes. Your input is what keeps this show lively, relevant, and relatable, so we appreciate each and every one of you. Let's continue to create this safe and inclusive space for everyone to explore, learn, and grow together. Be sure to join us again tomorrow, Thursday, the 11th of May, 2023, for another dose of candid, humorous, and no-nonsense advice with a side of empathy, which I'm sure you all know and love. In the meantime, stay curious and always be willing to expand your horizons. Don't forget to share our podcast with your friends and family, because helping others is what we're all about here at Straight Talk with Brainwaves. Have an amazing day, and see you all in the next episode. Ciao!